let's be honest, I can't do small talk, so let's get deep. Welcome to the Into Me I See podcast, where we talk candidly about the human experiences and the intimacies of being you. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Allison, and I'm here with George. Hey, we're back in the building. What's up, everybody? <laughs> um, we have been at each other's throats this morning, but it's all good because here's the thing. Because of our amazing dynamic and our friendship, um, we're like brother-sister, and we give it to each other straight. So <laughs> I'm be real. I am responsible for the stress this morning. I am Mr. Last Minute. Uh-huh. Um, AQ, I know you had everything planned. She has everything lined up. I'm doing my best, but again, because of our relationship, I think we can move past it. But she did let me know that I am negative 504 points. 504 right? points. Jesus. Okay, so <laughs> got some work to do. We're good though. We're good though. The yeah. thing is, is I know you so well, and so yeah. uh, like a fun fact is we started recording at. We we're supposed to start recording at 10:30, but I put on your calendar at 10 because you always roll up at the last minute and it drives me insane but anyway here's the thing we don't record these back to back every week and this is like a little i don't know it's like a a a little secret Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but we don't and based on our travel schedules and you obviously don't live in la we have not seen each other it's been a while in like a month month and a half Mm -hmm. and so i just want to catch up with you yeah, lots of life has happened. Because we are both living life right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so that's what we're doing today. We're catching up. We're talking about life. And I think what one of the reasons that we started this podcast was because our kind of like life updates and our conversations always kind of come with like lessons. And I think you and I are so good at like yeah. giving each other feedback and and things to consider. And so I'm really excited to kind of have this happen in real time based yeah. on the life that we've been living mm-hmm. in the past month and a half or so. Yeah. And it's interesting because both of you, both you and I are, I would say like kind of living life in the romantic sector work is kind of on autopilot for both of us. We're crushing it. We do big things, but, um, we're both kind of like in either uncharted territory or new territory in the love life. So I'm going to kind of talk about what's been going on with me. Um, so I guess what's interesting, you know, I'm obsessed with patterns and like how things repeatedly show up. Mm -hmm. And so what I've noticed kind of the past couple months is like, exes reaching out oh and like when I say exes I mean everything from like going on a date with one person and they reach out or like someone that you dated right Mm -hmm. and so I always find this when this happens it's interesting um, because we know that I'm intentionally looking for a fulfilling romantic partnership Mm -hmm. and so um, I've started to notice kind of like oh this batch of like exes or former players and whatever the the game of love um reaching out and i feel like it's that opportunity like the universe is asking me like are you going to fall for that temporary validation Mm -hmm. that comes from like oh they want to see if the door is still cracked i mean of course they do um but it's also like i think you said it's it's that acknowledgement of hey i've grown a little bit more Mm -hmm. i'm also a lot more aware of what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's a real decision mm-hmm. that 
if you make the wrong one, it's kind of like on you a little bit, right? Like, so I'm going to dive back into this patterns. I'm going to go back to where I, what I know, what yeah. kind of is safe and comfortable. And then if something, let's, let's say a negative pattern would have come up, mm-hmm. it's like, it's tough to really kind of point that frustration anywhere else, yeah. um, you know, besides yourself. But I think, I, you know, some people have exes that obviously reach out and kind of come back into their life. Mm-hmm. And I think you also just need to be ready to field that right mm-hmm. and have some level of growth to be like okay i understand what's happening here and i have the power to choose how much energy i give this yeah it feels good to either say like no or just dismiss it i mean like i got a text message from someone i went on one date with and they're like hey and i'm like just hey just hey and i'm like obviously i'm not going to respond <sighs> any- i know but then i did get a text message with someone i did date and it was very much like hey i've done some work like and bless him, right? Like mm-hmm. did some healing. That sounds great. But at the end of the day, like I've moved on and mm-hmm. I, I have no ill will, no bad intentions, but like that's just not, I'm not looking backward. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like it's the universe being like, you know, are you going to fall for that validation or are you advancing to this like next frequency of self-worth? So that's how I like to look at it because mm-hmm. I think it's that really like that decision that you get to make. Yeah. Um, but the punchline is, and you already know what the punchline is because you're my homie and you've been th- with me through all this. Mm-hmm. But I actually reached out to one of my exes. The mm. ex. The ex. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would say the ex, like in this chapter of my yeah, life for yeah. sure. And, you know... I, we, it's like a year and a half, right, of on and off, and we've spent the last, we had spent the last, like, six months not speaking, Mm -hmm. and that was really my decision because he was really unavailable, and like I said, I was ready for kind of, I'm not, I didn't need to jump into, like, oh, this is a relationship, but I needed to, like, progress. Mm -hmm. I needed there to be some sort of indication that this wasn't going to just perpetuate into like a situationship over and over and over again. And so I removed myself from that situation and I really did a diligent effort at healing and dating and taking time and space. And I ended up having a conversation with a very good friend of mine and I was kind of explaining this, the circumstances. And he said, you know, what's interesting is he's like, it sounds like you have unanswered questions. And I really liked that because I think that's what caused so much anguish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think oftentimes you are in relationships and you're like, I I know that all, I know that I have all the information I need. Right. And like, we're good. Like I'm, I'm fine breaking this off and not going anywhere else. But this situation with this person, I did have unanswered questions and some of those questions, questions that I had that I've now like that I had identified was um was it just the wrong timing and circumstance Mm, you know was it you know just kind of the worst case scenario of Mm. that um outside of your control basically totally okay yeah um have I totally shown up and shown him how I can be as a partner and Mm -hmm. I was leaning more towards yes but like like I said circumstances and timing Um, one of the other unanswered questions I had was, can he be the partner that I need and want? Mm. And I think that a lot of my experiences in the past have been, I I would say that this is probably a toxic trait of mine is that I 
fall for potential? Uh, that's where I was going with it. Like, can he be the person that you need and want? Almost assumes that he wasn't before, right? Or something was lacking in that. Correct. Space, right. Yeah. And so, what's going to be different now? Yeah. Yeah, that's a it's a dangerous space to be in. Yeah. Um, I think I actually saw a clip the other day that said, if you realistically, like everybody kind of, again, goes off potential. Mm -hmm. If I do these two, three things for my partner, they will change. Mm -hmm. um, but the clip was basically like, when you meet your person, just assume that's who they are. Mm -hmm. And are you comfortable with that? Mm -hmm. Because if you are, then I think it removes a lot of that anxiety and a lot of that, you're, you're almost reserving your, that warmth and those good feelings for a future date. Mm -hmm. So that means you're going to go through and not necessarily settle, but you're, you are going to be not fulfilled up until some event and then all the pressures on that event. So true. And then that, that the individual that you're in the partner or in the relationship with, if you're a good communicator, mm -hmm. will feel some of that, right? Cause mm -hmm. they'll be like, okay, there's something I'm lacking here and I need to work on it. And then once we get there, we should be good. Mm -hmm. But then if you get there, let's say you change, right? And then you want something else. So it's just kind of this long standing kind of chase the. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It's like, are you satisfied with the day to day or are you going to be satisfied if something happens in the future? Mm. And like really differentiating between those two. Yeah. Um, and then one of the other answer, unanswered questions I had were, have any of the red, red flags changed? Mm. <laughs> Which <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think um, usually red flags don't change. Yeah. Uh, it's tough to change red flags also like in a short amount of time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But anyway, um, I had reached out and you did a really good job of prepping me. I didn't tell many of my friends. I think two of my friends kn knew that I was going to. Um, and that was really a, a concerted effort on my part as well because my friends held it down for me when I was – really in the depths of being hurt by this situation. Yeah. And so I kind of felt like I needed to owe it to my friends. Like this is, this is a decision on my part and I'm going to be responsible for myself for the consequences. So like mm -hmm. any soothing that I need to be doing is going to be have to come from myself because yeah. they already held it down and have spoken their piece. Yes. Exactly. But you were one of the people where I, you know, trust you and um, you just, I remember you saying like, AQ, you cannot afford another heartbreak. And I, I said, I hear you. And I'm going to make this decision, but I'm going to go about this decision very intentionally. Yeah. And so I reached out. We ended up having this amazing conversation, of course, because mm -hmm. we have such chemistry and we like deeply care about each other as people. Yeah. And I, I didn't necessarily anticipate it would be that, um, amazing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that those conversations of someone who you like still have connection with, it's like a drug, like yeah. the dopamine that comes from that is insane. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, from that conversation, what I felt like, was agreed upon was that we both felt like there was still more potential there. Mm -hmm. And we both kind of had our eyes set on what the next iteration or chapter could be. Mm -hmm. And so like, I didn't anticipate that, but I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Yeah. And it was like, I was intoxicated mm -hmm. by those words because 
those words are like a drug. Yeah. And they are a bitch sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I'm I remember uh speaking to you shortly after and, and you were just you just had a different energy, you had mm-hmm. a different light, right? And also I think a lot of the doubt had been removed, right? I wonder what this is gonna be like, what's the conversation going to be like, if it's gonna be quick. Mm-hmm. Um I also know just in general, well, I feel like a fear if you're going to reconnect is they say like, oh, nope, I've moved on or mm-hmm. oh, there's somebody else. Yeah. Right. And yes, that can be a fear, but that also can be relief. Right. Mm-hmm. OK, so I know that chapter is closed. Yeah. I need to move on, too. Uh, but in your case where it's like oh, I've been waiting to hear from you, too. And yeah, and you asked me, you were like, what are the things that you feel like you are afraid to hear? And I mm. told you. Yeah. And um, lo and behold, I didn't hear those things. I heard, you know, the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was very, like I said, intoxicating and hypnotizing. But I think the thing that I really have become aware of is, especially if you're going to go back to a situation with someone mm-hmm. um, who you've had kind of a romantic experience with, and it didn't work out. Like, I know that this is like such basic advice but there has to be change attached to those words yes and i did see you know tiny movements of change but i think i was so aware of the pattern that him and i have had in the past Mm -hmm. and so it allowed me to be almost like a witness Mm. versus reactionary yeah because i'm not saying that it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy i don't wish that these patterns would rehappen. I would hope that they would be able yeah. to like adjust and like grow mm-hmm. because that's the space that I feel like I'm capable in with this person. But those patterns really did start to repeat themselves. And instead of reacting or protesting or um, getting upset, I think I was less hypnotized and less reactionary and more just like witnessing yeah. and accepting, Yeah, which I feel like is part of like healing and growth for sure. Um, and I think what's so interesting about this experience is I've just become really cognizant of our traumas. Mm-hmm. And I think for me specifically, this is this is the work that I know that I'll work on my whole life, yeah. which we've talked about. But mm-hmm. I recreate the same experiences that I had with my dad in my romantic relationships. Mm. And... I would protest for my dad's affection. I would protest for my dad's attention. I would protest for consistency from my dad. Yeah. And so that's the, that's what shows up in my romantic relationships because so badly I want to heal that. And Mm -hmm. so badly I want to soothe my inner child and say like, you are loved. Your love comes consistently. Yeah. You know, obviously this is. Yeah, still triggering it's, for sure <laughs> it's 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 my life work and i know that yeah and yeah. even that even though i can in, intellectualize it and articulate it obviously it's still tender yeah, it's very tender and sure. that's okay yeah like that's really okay yeah and i'm still healing and obviously like this situation still fresh but i think that i've used this experience to really understand just even more clarity around the things that i need mm-hmm. and I think that it's been like, I will not dismiss my experience. Like this situation has provided me a tremendous amount of anxiety. I've felt abandoned. I, you know, all of the things that when you go into situations like this, they do perpetuate 
the experiences that you felt. So like as a kid, I probably felt anxious when my dad didn't pick me up on time or when I didn't know when I was going to see him. Right. And so my body goes back into those same reactions. You know, I'm a 30 plus year old woman and like, I still feel like a child sometimes like begging for attention Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like I'm, I'm getting better. And I, I hope one day that I feel even more secure and that, you know, but the, this is what this experience has brought me. And like, yeah. these are the lessons. And so badly, I want to be like, these, they're so, I'm so grateful. Mm. Like, am I there yet? No. Yeah. But at least part of it feels that way. Yeah. Um. So the things that I've really learned, and these are my lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are consistency and integrity are non-negotiable for me. Just draw that line, you know? Don't introduce me to an energy you cannot maintain. Mm. Because my nervous system is hypervigilant. And if I notice where, like, inconsistencies or, you know, we talk every day and then, and then one day it's just like we don't, like, don't get me wrong. We have to be able to be human beings and have human experiences. Yeah. But, like, what I need from my partner is for them to be aware of my nervous system and to care about that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that I need them to be there for me every waking second. That is by no, that is a insurmountable task Mm -hmm. because I have to also learn to self-soothe. But if this other person is going into an uh, an area where it's like so much different, Mm then I, I want them to be able to consider my feelings and be able to articulate that and say, yeah. yo, I'm going to be in the trenches for a couple days. I see you. I care yeah. about you. And I will, I'm so looking forward to connecting, but I got to do this. Yeah. Amazing. I can handle that. Yeah. Because I, that's communication and I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. What makes my nervous system trip up is when I don't know what to expect and I don't have an answer as to why this person is acting so much differently. Yeah, yeah. Super triggering. Mm -hmm. So consistency and integrity. So like if you say that you're going to do something, I need you to do it. Yeah. And it's as simple as like, hey, if I I say that I'm going to call you at 7 and it's like 7.30, like – there needs to at least be like a message. Yeah. Because that's just that's my nervous system. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to fight that. You don't have to, there's no problem. And I think the awareness of that mm-hmm. is key because I think sometimes where we have those like built-in desires for somebody to change, mm-hmm. right? Almost part of that is, okay, am I willing to maybe relax a little bit on some of my you know, non-negotiables mm-hmm. to give space for this change. Mm-hmm. Especially if somebody, if you're dealing with somebody that's, you know, opposite in your, you know, like personality styles, right? Um, but I think that's also a a really empowering, you know, mindset to have because at the end of the day, like, I, I truly believe that if somebody is really, like, head over heels, madly in love, and somebody will stop, will drop everything for their, for their loved one, mm-hmm. like, that energy just doesn't just it just doesn't disappear, right? And people make adjustments for for individuals that they care about. Yeah. And if you set the expectation, communicate that, 
and it just not followed through, then like, yeah, you're well within your right to have mm -hmm. some of those feelings or at least wonder, hey, what's going on here? Did something change? Yeah. Uh, and if it did, cool. I would just love to know about it. Yeah. So I'm not sitting here left wondering and in my head a little bit and making assumptions. Yeah, right? like I don't want to decipher actions. I want someone to be able to articulate if something isn't the plan that we spoke about. Yeah. Um, I think too, like emotional safety really plays into this. Mm. And that consistency is is how I feel the most emotionally safe. Like there's so many other things that create emotional safety, but for me, it, I know like I am so crystal clear that it is consistency that creates that. Mm -hmm. And I think that that can happen. I've also experienced this now because I think what also happens when you um, open yourself to relearning lessons or looking at lessons differently, the lesson shows up in different ways. And mm. I had this lesson show up with like a friend as well in this time frame. Mm. And I really needed to rely on my friend who has been there, but also inconsistently. Mm -hmm. And it just, it doesn't work for me. I don't feel emotionally safe to feel like I can put my vulnerabilities like in your hand. Yeah. And I'm a very emotionally delicate person. I know that. Um, so that's why I feel like I always need to proceed with caution when building trust with someone. And I'll give you an example of like both of these are like, oh, wah, wah, bummer. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I think you have done a really great job of, of creating emotional safety in our friendship. And I will never forget this and the way that this felt until the day I die. And it's mm. going to make me. Oh. But I really needed you. Yeah. And I was flying from L.A. to New York, and I was had a layover in Detroit Airport. And I literally will never forget where I was in this Detroit Airport when you dropped everything for <laughs> our our set manager is bringing me Kleenex. <laughs> so kind, but this is the real shit. Like yeah, I'm, I yeah. don't, I don't, I I know that people think are like, oh, she's crying. It's like it's just tender, and yeah. that's okay. It's yeah. it's okay. Um. But you were in the Detroit, I was in the Detroit airport and I think that you were like out and it was like DEFCON 5. I was like, George, I need you. Like, yeah. I really need you. Yeah. And I sat bawling in the Detroit airport and you were just present for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Aww. But But I think that that's like, obviously you don't pull that trigger. Yeah. Unless you really need it. And yeah. I would never pull that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, that's a great example of like knowing what emotional safety feels like. Yeah. And yeah. having someone really be there to receive it. Yeah. So I want to thank you for teaching me that lesson. Oh, right. <laughs> I am honored. I, I think these are the most tears I've had on the podcast so far. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe this is, maybe we're just like really getting down to the nitty gritty. Hey, I feel like. Each episode, and and as life is happening too, because, you know, what we're about to catch up on, and and I'm gonna get into some updates for myself too. Yeah. And I, again, the whole point of this podcast is like, let's really talk about what's going on, yeah. and that includes us. That includes yeah. how our life is going. Yeah. That includes our shortcomings and and things that we go through. So, um, into me, I see yeah. means that there's a lot of things that you're going to see about me. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. All yeah. of them are worthy and valid. And 
real and nothing is bad or good. They just are. And me getting choked up doesn't make me weak. That doesn't make me um, too sensitive. It, for me, what that means is that it shows me that I care and Mm -hmm. why, why would I not want that? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to wrap up the lessons that I've learned and we're going to get on to your story because I know it's uh, a lot shit. juicier. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so three other lessons that I've learned in this situation. Mm-hmm. This one I think is so key and I'm, I think it's a really good differentiator. But what you think of someone and how they make you feel can be two very different things. So for instance, if you're like, I want a partner who is charismatic and driven and passionate about their career, Mm -hmm. that is what you think of someone. Those positive attributes don't necessarily correlate and correspond to how they make you feel. Yeah. That ties into emotional safety as well, but we've already covered that. Yeah. We're we're composed now, so we've already covered that. (laughs) Um, the other lesson that I've really learned is I'm the prize. Like, damn, I am such a good partner. Yeah. I have worked so hard on myself. I love myself. I think I am so amazing Mm -hmm. and I'm willing to accept also the flaws that I have and the opportunities and Mm -hmm. all of those other things. But like, because I want partnership i think that i'm really intentional on being a good partner yeah and like i am such a prize yeah don't forget that and i can't forget that can't especially if you're gonna enter that scene where you you're gonna be vulnerable yeah you have the potential to give someone your your time energy your heart yeah you have to know that you're handing over gold here this isn't yeah we're not just playing a game here no you know so yeah, I'm I, not I'm not giving you weak ass shit and yeah. like I don't want weak ass shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep that. So part. if you want to show up yeah. with some dope stuff, great. Yeah. If not, also great. Yeah. But like I'm not gonna create a big protest or like expect you to act differently. I feel like I'm so much more comfortable now accepting behavior and not feeling like I have to be like, well, I'm never going to talk to you again. Mm -hmm. Or like, it kind of just is what it is. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll move accordingly as well. Exactly. And then the last thing that I think is my, like, based on my, you know, my trauma and, and the healing that I need to do is like, but this concept of like unavailable men and just like, having to prove myself and being like, look at how good I am. Look at how well Mm -hmm. I treat you. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm not enticed by that anymore. That doesn't feel like a challenge that I want to partake in anymore. And like, that's how I know that I've been healing and growing is because it, it doesn't, when I, when I see unavailability, it doesn't make me want to move. And what I mean by that is like, I don't want to lean in and like try harder I'm okay just staying there. Yeah. And that's a really, really good place for me to be. Mm-hmm. And that is my update. That is where wow. we are current day wow. from the last time that we spoke. And that's, and I think, you know, I've obviously been there and I've kind of seen it from afar and mm-hmm. we've, we've been in communication on how it's been going. And I just want to let you know, like, I'm super proud of you. Thank because you. 
I remember how just it was a tall task just to like, and and me obviously I'm a little biased. I'm I'm your you know close friend, and I want to be able to, you know, like look out for my homie, right? Mm-hmm. And so, anything that creates a negative energy, I'm trying to shield and. But I also know that you need this and mm-hmm. you need to figure some things out and you need to go through this so that you can get to the other side. Yeah. Um, and so I think you handled and you're handling it great um, because you've done the work mm-hmm. and because you are intentional in what you're looking for. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just just don't stop. Keep it going. You know? I, I'm I really am appreciative of also like your support because. I think the reason I didn't tell a lot of my friends is because they're like, you already know what's going to happen. And like, <laughs> I was willing to make that, that, um, estimated risk. Yeah. And like I said, I don't feel this like triggeredness of being like, I can never talk to this person. Mm-hmm. I really hope that we will remain friends and, and like have a good relationship going forward. It's just going to look differently. And like, that's also something I'm okay with now that mm-hmm. I probably haven't been. And so... Yeah. Like I said, yay me. That's but. growth. Hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. Um, okay, so let's catch up on you because um, oh, snap. I've been getting a few messages and the <laughs> girlies want to know what has been going on with Miss Taco. That is Ms. the Taco. nickname. <laughs> and I just want to hear that and maybe some other news that you have actually. yeah there might be something else going on but um no miss taco um bless her heart bless sweet her heart. girl but uh that fajita sizzled out <laughs> oh no <laughs> that well i mean it was also just a very uh it's kind of one of those things where it's like oh this is fun mm-hmm. this is cool mm-hmm. but we both were very like reserved and was like this is just a fun thing um and i'm glad that again the communication was on point um there's no ill will feelings or anything mm-hmm. like that and did you have like an official like hey thanks but no thanks pretty much okay, i mean cool. it was like you know a couple days later really it was like it was a cool night out i had a lot of fun but as we got to talk a little bit more about where we are in life mm-hmm. what we're looking for just kind of saw that like oh maybe this that was a fun night and we can leave it at that mm-hmm. and i wish you the best you know um, great growth so hey that was cool um, but let's but get to the juicy let's stuff. Let's get to the juicy stuff. So, <laughs> you know, as you know, I mean, I adopted more of a mindset of um, the whole relationship thing. We'll see if it happens. Yep. Right. I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to focus on taking my family, um, focus on, on being a good father and kind of just like put it in the universe's hands to see if this partner thing happens. Mm-hmm. As opposed to let me be intentional. Let me actually try to find mm-hmm. someone. Would you say that you maybe surrendered a little bit? I did. Okay. For sure. <laughs> yes, I did. These um, lessons in this podcast hey, are the gift that keeps on it's giving. It's real, you know. <laughs> Got to take your own advice, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've been on the apps, and as you know, I, I do a lot of traveling. and it's, That's also some of the insecurity for me when mm-hmm. it comes to dating, uh, finding somebody that's um, – that I don't have to feel – like shame or embarrassed the fact that like hey i'm I'm kind of all over the place mm-hmm. um i'm also a father i'm also taking care of my family and i hope that those things don't like make you run out the door mm-hmm. right and i just had to realize that well if they're gonna run out the door let them run out the door they're clearly not the ones for you then mm-hmm. as opposed to let me try to change one of these aspects so that i can make somebody else feel comfortable yep 
So there was definitely a lot of learning and growth there. But I think a lot of that, too, is rooted in just acceptance. I think yeah. sometimes there's a little shame around that. Mm-hmm. And, like, when you have shame, I think that you project it on other people and yeah. it becomes amplified because you're like, oh, everyone else is assuming this this thing about me. And it's like, no, I think we have to give people the benefit of the doubt that mm-hmm. they're willing to accept you for you. Yeah. And if they're not, doors go. right there. Bye. Gotta go, yeah. for sure. Um, and I think it kind of gets back to your earlier point. It was like, you know, I'm the prize, right? Yep. And I'm the prize as I am. Not, <laughs> not in the future when I change this or when I get this or when this is solved. It's like, no, right now, today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I met somebody on the apps. Uh, still hope, everyone. Still hope, right? These, The app. Uh, and speaking of app, one thing that I found um, with Hinge specifically, you know, you can send like voice, um, you can send texts or you can do voice notes. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan of the voice notes because mm-hmm. one. You got a podcast voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I hear. Um, yeah. But I think for me, it's just more genuine, right? If I'm going to sit and type a whole message to somebody, yeah. I'm going to like edit it and think about it. And, oh, I should probably change that. Did I use the right word? Did, exactly. Yeah. Does it sound good, right? Yeah. But if you press that record button you start talking like Mm -hmm. it's it's gonna come out and it's gonna come out exactly how it's supposed to very genuine Mm -hmm. right and you know that got you know pretty warm reception to that so um because i think it's about it's about being human too yeah and like we stare at our screens and we interact with screens all day long Mm -hmm. and i think when you can break through that humanness and like actually be somewhat human yeah and voice is obviously a human characteristic so yeah, I think that's a good tip. I don't know what my reaction would be if someone sent me a voice note. I feel like I would get the ick, but like maybe that's just mm. something I need to work on. Yeah, I mean, that's not what he's gonna say. And, and if you he know, was like, "Hey, girl, hey," and I'm, I'd be like, "No, I'm good, thank you." <laughs> right. Um, and I mean, there were some people that you know might have been uncomfortable with it, but for me, again, I had to remove their expectation, what they thought, and was like, "No, this is more for me." Love that. Um, and so I met somebody a little over, like well, around a month ago, mm-hmm. um, and. It was just very, you know, genuine. Um, and when we met, we went out uh, for dinner, uh, and then that just turned into like it was one of those nights where like it kind of continued very mm-hmm. organically, right? Dinner led to oh, let's go get some desserts. Um, you want to go out tonight? Like you trying to go dance or something? Okay, let's go do that. And I know we've talked on like prior episodes on um, when you the know, first date goes bad. First date go bad, yeah. right? So like you know, or leave while it's fun, right? Yep. Don't don't drag out the whole uh, the whole evening, but. This was just very, it was, again, very organic. Um, neither of us felt really pressured. Mm-hmm. And I just, the, my biggest surprise in all of that was, I think it was, you know, let me take a step back. So I don't want to say, well, maybe men in general, you know, we hear all the, you know, I'm, I don't want to date women that have baggage, right? Mm-hmm. That assumes we as men don't have baggage, <laughs> right? But I think the truth is we have baggage too. And Woo. especially if we have been hurt before, yep. especially if we have um, been vulnerable with someone. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work, it's like, I ain't doing that Can shit again. Can we talk again. about this for a second? Because, <laughs> listen, women get hurt, men get hurt. If you're in heterosexual relationship, whatever relationship you're in, <laughs> people get hurt. Yeah, And I've noticed... That if men, when men get hurt, they carry that with them for so long. I dated a 46-year-old man last year. Mm -hmm. 
it was great off out of the gate. I don't yeah. mean to take away from your story, yeah, but no, I no. think it's important. Yeah. Um, and we got in our first kind of like rift, like, you know, something there was, you know, miscommunication or whatever. And he reverted back to his 23 year old self and referenced him getting hurt by his college girlfriend and how he can never trust anyone. <laughs> I'm like, sir, you have lived 23 <laughs> years Since carrying this yeah, and you're taking it out on me. Right. Like I'm a completely different person. We're in a completely different situation. Mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm. was like, it's wild that I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Cause I'm willing to be wrong on this. Yeah. But I feel like men carry the hurt from like the first girl that broke their heart for so much longer. The, yeah, that might be true for sure. Um, and well, it's I can not speak making to, us pay for it. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's it's it might be a little bit of like making you pay for it, but it's I think what really is happening is you know like hey I've I've tried to be vulnerable before and it didn't work, so now I'm going to. Even if I enter another situation that feels good, mm -hmm. I'm going to be a little reserved mm -hmm. because, again, that's still in the back of my head, mm -hmm. right? And so... And then did you walk into this situation feeling this way? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, for a couple of reasons. One, I think just trying to, quote, unquote, protect myself, mm -hmm. right? I don't want to feel that hurt again. Mm -hmm. But also, to be frank, it's just, you know, kind of been doing it for so long that it's, it's just the natural way to enter some of these relationships. Yep. Um... But I think with with her, the main thing that I noticed is, like, she, one, she's a really good listener. Love and that. she was able to, like, check me in some of my expectations. Um, we had gone out um, a couple times after that initial date. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was telling her things like, well, like, I'm just the first time I like, missed somebody in a while or, like, you know, and we both admitted to each other, like, mm, I kind of thought this was just going to be a fling thing. We don't live in the same city. Yeah. Like, um, so w we both were kind of surprised. Uh -huh. They're like, oh, there's still some, like, leftover feelings here. And then it's for me, it's like, oh, shit, what do I do with this? Um, I, <laughs> what do I do <laughs> if I miss somebody? To provide solution for something. <laughs> uh, you don't have to do shit with it. You can just let, you can just miss someone. Hey, and, and I can, you know, that's, you know, we'll get to the lessons part of that, too, but. Again, it's just that wiring, right? Yeah. Like, man, this is new. This is a, this is a different feeling. Oh, this kind of feels very familiar. I've been in love once before. Uh -huh. And then all that fear starts setting. Uh -huh. What if this happens again? Blah, 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 right? And, you know, she said something like, again, just very impactful and kind of stopped me in my tracks. Mm -hmm. She was like, hey, all those things are normal. Fear of expectations. How is this going to work? Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 blah. All normal. Mm -hmm. However, they complicate things. Mm -hmm. So why don't we try this? Why don't we just enjoy this? Why don't we just stay here? Can't wait to have And I was podcast. like, oh, shit. And, you know, I feel like I'm a, you know, I got a little bit of a mouthpiece. And I feel like I, I can hit people with one-liners. And she goes tit for tat with me. I'm just like, she hits me with the same lines. And I'm like, hold on. Who sent you, first of all? Where are you from? Like, what is this about? Um, but the main thing that I'm, I, I guess I'm realizing in this is, yeah, it's okay to just allow this to be mm -hmm. and with some of like the the issues that I guess I've had in the past with prior relationships uh I'm a, you know mixing that logic with emotion right mm -hmm. so men are uh, uh, more likely than not a little bit more logical 
trying to piece and uh, structure mm -hmm. the relationship and so that we feel kind of comfortable and safe, right? And in this case, I'm, I'm thinking of all, again, I'm worst case scenario and then I, I work myself backwards. So what happens if this, what happens if she feels this way? What happens if she's concerned about this? Let me try to patch these holes in this road when I don't even know if we're gonna go down that road. I don't even know if we're gonna, you know, I don't even know if that road is worth if, if if that's our if that's our journey, right? And so, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Without the the other person involved in this, right? And their input, and what they think we should be doing, for you know, you could be doing all that work for nothing, mm -hmm. right? And so I had to kind of realize, like, okay, George, like, why am I actually trying to solve these quote unquote future problems? Is it because you're bracing for something, right? And kind of bracing for that I want to check all these boxes or at least want to have some of these conversations so that when the negative thing comes in the future I will what feel better or I'll f <laughs> it'll, it's like saying it'll be like brace for a car accident and I'm not saying that your relationship but I'm just saying like when you you would get in that mind frame of like oh this is going to go bad can you brace for a car accident you literally you told me that the other day and I was like wow because we get in the car every single day. Uh -huh. We don't get in the car and hold that steering wheel super tight. Hold the the let me let me position What's myself. What's this thing called? The safety? Yeah, the where handle. You, the handle that you hold, like put you hang your coats on or whatever. And like, let me hold this for this twenty minute drive. Right. We get in the car and we just chill. We play music because yeah. we know we're going somewhere. And for me, that was like very insightful. AQ and it, it really checked me too. I was like, you're right. Like, why? What am I bracing for? Because the real is like if you. Manifestation is real, mm -hmm. right? And if you're preparing for a negative event, that a negative event will come. And it will still feel just as bad when it happens if it surprises you or if you knew it was coming around the corner, yeah. right? So, again, another thing to kind of, like, check myself. I'm like, okay, well, George, don't revert back to those bad habits, mm -hmm. especially with this because, I'm like, this could be something, mm -hmm. right? And you owe it to not only yourself but the other individual in this to, like, just be here, be present. Mm -hmm. um, and I think part of it, too, was, you know, I we'd gone out on so many different dates, and there's also some people around me that, you know, just in the 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 back and forth of life and going out and being social, like, she's come along with me some places mm -hmm. and, like, had to meet some of these people. Huge sign, by the way. Right? Yeah. And so, and I'm a little nervous, like, oh, my gosh, like, what are they going to think? But everybody is like a huge fan of her right mm -hmm. and so having that kind of validation is is key mm -hmm. because you know obviously your friends are a little bit more biased and they're going to want to protect you but they also will shout at you and let you know if something is good for you yeah you know what i mean and um one of my close friends um and kind of my you know business partner i work with him um he got a chance to meet her as well and um he just said something that was just so insightful that i think allowed both of us to just breathe a little bit um you know we were getting ready to, to travel and he's like look he literally grabbed us both on the shoulder and he's like i can feel the energy between you two like you guys are gonna miss each other right and we're both like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like okay let's just think about this he said like what work did you do to get to this point uh -huh. like really think about that did you um because you guys met on an app right uh -huh. you randomly went out somewhere it randomly like went well you saw each other a few more times so he's like universe is at play here so if the universe got you to this point, trust and believe in those same powers to like map out the future for you. Mm -hmm. And your job is to just be present and go along for the ride. Beautiful. And it's almost like you just like tension cut the room. I was like, oh, everybody can breathe now. Um, 
And we, I think we just both needed to hear that because, again, I think for her, she also, you know, spent some time focusing on herself and um, had some of those same kind of worries. But we both also knew that, like, wow, this is different. Mm -hmm. And, like, again, how are we going to make this work? Just because we care and yeah. we want it to. So I think for me, I just really had to take a step back and be here, be now, be present so that, if push comes to shove and let's say, you know, it doesn't go the right way, I can say that I showed up as my honest, genuine self mm -hmm. um, and I did not withhold anything because that type of regret, I know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. I know um, about like, you know, how that can lead to just unanswered questions. Like what if I would have been more, pre what if I, all that stuff, right? Yeah. So again, reverting back to prior relationships and situations and trying to not fall into those same bad habits. I think another big lesson too is just um, as somebody who kind of like in my profession, I kind of like solve problems mm -hmm. and relationships and people like you, I can't have that same approach. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> people are not problems. They're not problems <laughs> and they're not like puzzles to like figure yeah. out. Right. Um, even if we just talk about something like crying. Right. Yep. Um, I think a lot of times if, if, if men are in relationships with their partner and they see them crying, like we naturally want to like solve that problem. Why are you crying? What, what can I do? What can I go solve? Mm -hmm. Right. As opposed to just sitting there and being like, okay, you're crying right now. Yeah. Well, a witness to it. I want to, I just want to, I'm going to sit here and watch you cry. or I'm yeah. going to sit here and just be here with you. Mm -hmm. Um, having that, um, just approach, I think one allows the other person to flush out and feel what they're feeling. Yep. And then that is also going to develop a sense of an appreciation. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, I can be even more vulnerable in mm -hmm. front of this person. Or I don't have to worry about, like, oh, gosh, I'm about to cry. Let me stop my emotional yeah. feeling for the comfort and just to not make somebody else feel some type of way. Like they have to, again, solve some problem of mine. I mean, if you go back to 20 minutes ago when I was tearing up, you didn't have to do anything. All yeah. you had to do is stay present yeah. and, like, witness me. Right. And I've recovered. I'm, I've, I've, my nervous system has got back on track. And like me crying just means that like I need to release emotion. Yeah. And releasing emotion is healthy. Exactly. And like I, I continued to stay and engage in our conversation because I felt emotionally comfortable and safe to do so because you didn't like flinch. You didn't mm -hmm. try to change the subject. You really didn't have to say much at all. Mm -hmm. Just allowing it to be yeah and i think that that's like one of the morals of this whole catch-up is like yeah. just letting things be right. sometimes is the play a lot of times it's the play yeah and it's yeah. hard because i think we're so i mean when we talk about baggage or trauma or whatever i think we're so used to reacting like our yeah. subconscious is like okay uh this happened to me before and now i have to do this and mm -hmm. it's like sometimes it's just about letting it be yeah for sure and yeah. i think um, again, she just does a really good, great job of that. Um, and even like now, as I, as I think about her and I think about her situation, I'm at peace with it, you know, mm. because I know that I can honestly say that I've brought my genuine self. Mm -hmm. I've been present. I've mm -hmm. smiled. I've, I've had fun. And I've also realized that, wow, I have the ability to, you know, like have somebody's heart, right? Somebody, given my situation, given how in my head weird and abnormal it is, given like, it's like all these things that I was, you know, embarrassed about and maybe shameful about, 
somebody still saw that and was like, yes, mm-hmm. I want that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like, oh, okay, so all I have to do, I have to do is show up. You know, and I think that's just a much more um, easy place to be in, and it allows for the f- true foundation to be built. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't have to f- like fake or create some type of scenario and then try to build on that like false uh, groundwork. It's like this is who I am. This is who you are. This is how we met. This is the day we met, mm-hmm. and we've been building on that ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, even as I think about you know in the near future, I'm getting ready to. Um, to go out of the country for work. And, yeah. again, that's obviously like, oh, my gosh, what what's going to happen? Um, you know, she was like, well, what's going to happen is you're going to go to Australia and probably have a lot of fun and have new experiences. Period. Period. Yeah. There's no and, there's no but, there's nothing yeah. to add to that. There's nothing to figure out. Um, and so having the other person, again, just reaffirm and just bring me back to where my feet are and be yeah. present is like those are the things that I'm now just more aware of that are that are helping me and are allowing me to just figure this out too, you yeah. know? Um, because I don't think there's anything wrong. Like I think it's very healthy and normal to say, I mean, you're in your 30s, she's in her 30s. Mm-hmm. Like you're coming to a relationship and a situation with experiences. Yeah. And those experiences, good or bad, or however you want to qualify them, are still your experiences. And I think it takes a really, like, emotionally healthy person to say, like, I know that this is how I'm showing up, and this is kind of what I'm navigating. And both people, like, not trying to ignore that. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's really healthy. Like, we don't show up in relationships like this cookie-cutter, perfect yeah. Version. That's that's not the life that we've lived now at this point. Right. You've broken off an engagement. I've been divorced. Yeah. Like we have some shit. Yeah. And that is okay. Right. Like I think the acknowledgement of the shit and then being like, hey, this is what I'm working on mm-hmm. creates like 90% of of the health. Yeah. And then that other 10%, I think this is not good math, but like that willingness to say, I'm going to witness and I'm going to work with you. Mm-hmm. But they but both people have to be willing to say, I want to work on this. Yeah. And I want to work on me and like showing up. Because when two people come together, those are two unique experiences and people at that given time. Yeah. So like you are not the same person that you were five years ago. Exactly. And yeah, I, th- I like obviously we've had conversations and now we we're seeing each other in person, but like mm-hmm. even just the growth that I've heard from you in the past like month yeah. and really the cognition of like, I think I heard from you a lot of like, well, I don't have my job figured out. Yeah. And it's like, but do you ever have your job figured out? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's constantly evolving and growing and, and building and doing different things. Yeah. Like, yeah, I sure as, hell hope don't I don't have the same job that I will have in 15 years (laughs) yeah so like I really like also I think it's a combination of both of you two I obviously haven't had the pleasure of meeting her yet but I'm looking forward to it Mm -hmm. but like you being able to say this is the situation and I might have built this like worst case scenario or I might be building like trying to 
account for what's supposed to happen six months from now. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're like pulling yourself back, I think is pull yourself back in like the present moment, yeah. I think is a real moment of growth that I've seen in this experience that I'm super proud of you for. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. And, and a testament to her too, because she's building that with you. Like yeah. you are co-creators right. for building that. And I think that's what's so important. I really sure. liked, can you, we were, we caught up briefly yesterday, but I wanted to save a lot of the, the, the good stuff for today, mm-hmm. but you had made a statement. Yeah. And she had kind of said like, well, why are you asking me that? Can you, can you, I think that's a really good example. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was, again, I think operating from a place of fear. Mm -hmm. So let me like throw all the, all the the worries and all the fears. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what would you say? What was your, well, I was, I was, well, it's happened a couple of times actually, but I think in this case I was like, you know, how, what's going to happen with this? Where are we going to live? Like, how would this actually work? Mm-hmm. And she was like, mm, like, where is this coming from? Like, why are you all of a sudden worried about this? Yeah. And I was like, because, like, aren't you? And she's like, yeah, but why? Like, especially at the time, we had just, like, had a really great evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and the energy was kind of, like, really good. And then again, it's like, oh, my God, what happens if this, like, wears off? What happens if this lust wears off? And she's like... Let's really talk about, like, why are you saying that? Mm-hmm. Is it a place of fear? What's going on? And I was saying all these things, hoping or thinking that she was like, oh, I feel the same way. I have the same worries. And then we're both going to be in this, like, let's try to figure it out space. Fear swirl. Fear swirl. Like, what the hell? And she was just like, no, like, no, stop that. Yeah. That's, <laughs> nope. <laughs> right there. Like, we don't have to do that. Yeah. Um, Are you enjoying how you're feeling and, and what's going on right now? Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And again, because I'm just naturally wired that way, like, sure, I was able to kind of come back and, and be present. But also, I think it was just me recognizing the internal feelings and and them having to be projected on somebody that I'm, you know, trying to build something with. Yeah. And that's not a good habit to have. Mm-mm. And if someone doesn't, like, show you those things or somebody doesn't, like, check you in those situations it's very easy to just have that snowball into something bigger, mm-hmm. you know? Um, even one thing I noticed too, I, I like to, I don't like to talk about things unless they're like official, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I've noticed that, you know, I've told my close friends about her. I've told you about her, right? And so I'm talking about her in like the public space now. Mm-hmm. And that also is a little, scary for me it's like oh my gosh uh now other people know about this and they're gonna want to know and they're gonna follow up Mm -hmm. and that's okay because they are operating from a space of you deserve this Mm -hmm. you should have this (laughs) like this is part of life right as opposed to like me just feeling like shame for like i don't want to announce anything until like we may put a label on something Mm -hmm. you know and that's another thing that she mentioned too like are we gonna put labels on this? Are we gonna? Is there a? We gonna call each other boyfriend girlfriend? Like, what's about to happen here? And she posed that question, or you did? I did, and okay. I was like, are, "Is are, do you operate off of labels? Like, mm-hmm. is that something that's important to you?" Um, and she's like, "I mean, labels are labels, mm-hmm. but I don't want to lose sight of like what's actually happening here mm-hmm. because she basically says like I don't want to create those type that type of pressure." Mm-hmm. 
nor do I necessarily want to be like under that type of pressure because I'll lose sight of the the feelings and emotions that I'm having. Even for me, right? Missing somebody or you know wanting to wanting to do something for someone that I see myself having a future with. Mm-hmm. Like these are emotions and things that have kind of been dormant for a little while. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of getting my my training wheels back like, dang, okay. I remember what this feels like and I'm happy that I'm feeling it. But again, as my logic mind is like, okay, well, so what do you do with it? Where does this go? Right. What happens if you don't feel like this way next week? And all this like self-sabotage, you know. Yeah. Just uh it's tough because I'm it's a lot of unwiring for me to do. Yeah. Um, and that's work that I'm continuing. It's that's on life's work, right? So yeah. I also don't have to feel like that pressure of this needs to be solved in some finite amount of time, mm-hmm. right? It's just something that I need to be aware of. And when I see it and feel it happening, mm-hmm. check yourself out of it. Yep. You know? Um, and there's going to be days, some days that you're really good at it. And yeah. some days you're going to go down that rabbit hole of, and then what about this? And two years from now, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And like to have that variety too and know what, what kind of like going off the rails feels like mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. is is part of just being a human and yeah. you're gonna catch yourself some days and you're gonna let yourself spiral some days but the the cognition I think is so important mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I think one of the other things too that I'm starting to realize is like if we just look at our lives yeah right we've done some pretty amazing things yeah we've solved some big stuff right yeah so Obviously, a relationship is a little bit different, but it's still the same muscles that you have to work, yeah. right? Something gets presented to you that's new or that you may not have a, a deep understanding of, and you have to find a solution or you need to move it forward. And, like, this is the same kind of case. So I need to trust that I have the, like, innate abilities to work on this and to find a solution that works for for both of us. Mm-hmm. The same way if I get presented a project at work, I'm going to get to the solution. You have the tools. You know? And yeah. it's nothing that I need to, like, there's no external place that I need to like go find it. You some you don't need to somehow now get into a master's class on like how to be a boyfriend. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. like that's not where you're at. Like right. you I think we have to trust ourselves that we will make the right decisions when we get to the intersections in which yeah. we need to travel across. So true. Yeah. Um yeah, and and two like I can't I can't deny that you know I'm smiling more. Uh, I knew I knew that this was serious because <laughs> <laughs> I will I will have tact when I re when I explain this. But like George and I, we we are pretty consistent in, in staying in touch. And he obviously yeah. knew I was kind of working through some things. And um we both have like the utmost respect for each other and kind of the the care of like returning messages and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I never have to worry. Like I know that we're true homies because I'm not like, oh, I haven't heard from George in three days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's never yeah. the, the case. But I didn't hear from him from him from a couple for a couple of days. <laughs> and I was like, bro, I need to talk to you. Um I need your opinion. <laughs> and so I literally said, Sir, put your clothes on, call me. I need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny to receive that message too because I had to like realize like oh shit like I've been in yeah I mean, we I've all been know what that trance. bubble feels like, like that bubble what? feels so good 
I was like, days are all mixing together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, like, what year is it? Where, where, where are we at right now? I was like, oh shit. I, oh damn, my bad. I, I didn't even know yeah. I was out of the loop for a little while. Yeah, you that, know, that that I um, laughed so hard. Well, I, I said it a little bit more aggressively, but this is a family show, not really. But that's <laughs> <laughs> like, sir. I even laughed when I said it. I was uh, like, sir, put some pants on and leave that dungeon for a minute. And call me. And call me. We got some shit to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and you did. You yeah. Did. You yeah. Did. Immediately. So it was just like it was it was hilarious. But I think, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's something that you know. I actually had a conversation with my mom maybe like about a year ago, mm-hmm. where I kind of told her I was like, she made the comment of like, "Hey, how's it going, George? Like, have you seen anybody? You know." Um, I I basically told her I was like, "Look, mom, like." My focus right now is is you, mm-hmm. um, is 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 figuring out like how I can make sure that everybody's good, um, getting more involved with work, and again, throw that love thing and relationship into the universe, and mm-hmm. if it comes, if it happens, it happens. And she was like, "Okay, I hear you, but it sounds like you are putting that off because you don't believe it'll happen." Or that you deserve it. Or that I deserve it, which is really probably what what that gets to, right? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm in a place that somebody would see me and be excited and, and want Which that. breaks my heart because if we've received any feedback from this podcast, it's that George is a prize. <laughs> like, I have every girl, uh, every friend of mine is like, so what's George's relationship status? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't. <laughs> I gotta like field yeah. them now, and uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's work that again. It's, but it's, it is work for you. Like yeah, to get my, back to your point, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely my work that again. I had learned from my last experience, therapy, um, and just understanding. Like, look, I have the because. Um, oh, I gotta tell you this too. Okay. So last story. Last story. Yeah. This is another like, again, hundred points for for we'll call her. Um, yeah, what's the nickname? What is her nickname? I'll just call her um, I will call her like she's she's a very calming kind of force. Okay. And so um Can we call her Sunshine? Sunshine. Okay. That's actually a great. That's actually a great name. Okay, Sunshine. Um so we'll say like so Sunshine, she told me that she had um I don't remember when this was for her, but she had a lot of just negative self-thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was a friend of hers or through her therapy, um, she was they, she was recommended to give those thoughts a name. Mm-hmm. Like, all that negative, like, I don't do this, I shouldn't get this, like, form that into a person and give that person a name. Mm-hmm. So for her, uh, she named the person, I think her name is Maria, mm-hmm. right? So that when she's having those, like, negative thoughts, she can be like, shut the fuck up, Maria. Yeah, Maria, you're a real bitch. <laughs> Right, and I was like, you know, that's actually. Let me try to do that. It was so. Cute. And I was driving home one day, and um, I again started to have these like negative thoughts, and and the first name that popped up in my head was Samuel. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know if I had just like in my subconscious, um, maybe Samuel L. Jackson and his character. He's just very like, sure. you know, he's just like straight to it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm just giving it to Samuel, and like. Shut the fuck up, Samuel. Mm-hmm. And that allowed just those thoughts to, again, they don't go away, but it removes that cloud of just that negativity. It stops the hamster wheel. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, another thing that's like, again, I, we've known each other for a month, right? Uh-huh. 
very short amount of time. So there's also a fear of like, ah, oh, this is too. It's we're hitting the we're hitting hitting the ground real hard, and uh -huh. it's like we're taking this roller coaster up, 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 and eventually we're gonna go down, right? But it's like no. Again, you're acting off of fear. That but is also, the the thought process that like relationships and life and anything isn't a roller coaster mm -hmm. is blasphemy. Like, yeah. I, I truly believe that relationships start when you start having disagreements. And I know that that's kind of like mm, yeah. um, masochistic of me, but like I truly believe like how you rebuild and re-engage and create trust after a disruption or after like a, a, a break yeah. is what builds actually like the real mm -hmm. meaty good stuff. Yeah. And like, it's all fun and games. We love like that first month bliss and I'm happy for you. Stay yeah. in it as long as you can. Hey, right. But, but like this, the time that you have that like first real disagreement is I, like, I, I, I'm just like, okay, yeah, let's see. Yeah. Let's, let's see, see what how we, we handle got that. here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what we're working with. Yeah. Um, because you're right. That'll be the true test. Yeah. Right. Or one of them. And, and my, warning my my wish for you mm -hmm. is that you also don't have to be like well this is the one and only test you're allowed to learn and grow from them as well yeah so if someone doesn't show up how you want them to or you don't show up how you are you know that you feel like is the best version of yourself mm -hmm. it's about articulating that yeah. And saying, like, this is what I'm going to do next time. Like, I'm yeah. such a fan of, like, here's what I learned from this. I mean, we're literally calling this episode Life Lessons. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I love learning from things, and I love being able to, like, grow and mm -hmm. change because we've talked about it. You absolutely can, but you have to want to. Yeah, so. for sure, for sure. But, no, a lot to catch up on. And, <laughs> Um, and again, this is happening in real time. Real time. Real time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm obviously nervous, but like that is a signal, right? I'm, you're you should, you're to nervous care. about things that you care about. Yes. Because if I didn't give a fuck, right? Yeah. Like, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. Would have been moved on. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how this we'll, how this plays out. And again, I just have to remember to be present for it. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to ask you, like, next steps or what's your plans because I think that's what's so gorgeous is I'm happy for you. You and know like, my plan is, actually? Did you my, say you do have a plan? My plan oh, is no. <laughs> to check myself when I have these negative thoughts. Uh -huh. And my plan is to every morning just wake up and be like, ooh, what's going to happen today? In a curious, loving energy. Not you know like, how, I would, how I would amend that just a little bit? Well, Let's see how good today can be. Ooh, I like that. Let's see how good today can get. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that's a, a much healthier way to live in general, yeah. whether it's relationships or not. Well, um, you are out of the negative bucket now because yes. you've redeemed all of those points. <laughs> um, so you're in the plus. Um, hey. I appreciate you. I appreciate our listeners. I do have to give a little, like, mini shout-out. If you are enjoying these episodes, if you like our podcast – this feels very like salesperson-y, not me, but like, please comment, please follow. We are just getting started. And this is something that I find very fulfilling and I've gotten a lot of good mm -hmm. feedback and reception, but we really hope that it keeps going and that you like what you're hearing. So please yeah. do all those things. You can follow us on social media. It is into me. I see underscore podcast on Instagram and TikTok, And yeah, yeah like, 
I also want to start engaging with the audience yeah. too and kind of hear like their stories and experiences mm -hmm. because um, you know, we're going to run out of content here eventually. Right. If we have, have any, a lot of life. Y'all have any ideas, right? If there's anything that y'all want to talk about, uh, we would love to hear about it. Yeah. And um, again, we just really appreciate uh, all the support because, um, you know, it is very, we are very vulnerable up here, but I think it's also empowering yeah. um, because of the feedback that we've received and yeah. um, all the love and support. So appreciate y'all. Yeah. All right. Thanks. That's another one. Peace. Peace.